Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? We are drinking some Chicago beers. Chicago. Yeah, we're, has- we're f- for the first time in forever, we're not drinking local. We are not. Um, so I went to school in Chicago and knew of Goose Island and it was just a, a wee baby local brewery that we could not get beers from them everywhere. But there was a, a big football game on TV last weekend. Yeah, last Two weekend. Ago. So we got a bunch of fun Chicago beers. So I am drinking the 312, which Kyle has been calling the 312. I can't stop calling it the 312. It's the 312 from Goose Island. It is bright lemony and a bit hazy. It is an urban wheat ale. And it is just like a very like sessionable, crushable wheat beer. Yeah. It's, I like used to like Blue Moons and then I realized Blue Moons suck. This is like a Blue Moon for like my 25 year old taste buds. Yeah. It's, it's like, just like a solid wheat. It's Blue Moon Plus, mm-hmm. basically. It's a really, it's a really good beer. One that you can't, you don't, I don't find it as much uh, outside the Midwest as I would like. Uh, it is, um, I don't know. It's a really good, just a really good. It's beer. very good, and while Blue Moon is like more orangey, yeah, er, this is lemony. Gotcha. Uh, I, I find it to be lemony, and it's just light and. Do you mind? Please. Um, fun fact: the tap is actually a telephone, like mm-hmm. an old mm-hmm. like telephone handle, because it's the area code, which is why it's pronounced. As opposed to 312, which I keep trying to say, and every time I am convinced that I am saying it right, but I'm saying it wrong. Oh yeah, very weedy. Good. I mean, it's the end of December, but that's a really great summer beer. Like, just a really... It is a great summer beer, but I... There are some beers that I, like, don't want to drink now that I would drink in the middle of summer, but this, to me, is a year-round Summer is also your beer season. You just just love a summer beer. I, I do, but... While there are, I think there are some summer beers that you can't drink in the winter. This this is sort of like warm, and th- this is a this is a year round beer. Yeah, for sure. How's yours? Uh, it's really good. I am also drinking Goose Island. This is the uh, Next Coast IPA, and so I mean, we bought a Goose Island sampler fifteen pack. Like that's how all these beers came into our lives. Yeah, and uh, basically got it because it had three one two in it, and. Um, it had, the, it had the goose, the regular IPA, the, the you know, the green Another can, green bottle. It, which, to me, the goose regular IPA is like, if it is like, it's fine. Like, it's just a fine beer. It's not like, it's never going to, you know exactly what you're going to get with it. It's not going to be too good. Not I gonna like be, their IPA. I, I know you do. It's one of the few IPAs you actually like. Yeah. Uh, it is, but it's, it's one that I'm like, okay, like it's, it's, it's fine. I'm not like a huge fan of it, but if it's like we go to Nats games, it's it's like usually the unless you go to like the specialized beer tents, like it's the best beer that's at the hot dog stand. So I'll get it there, whatever. Uh, I saw this in here, the Next Coast IPA, and I was like, I had the you know their other IPA in my mind. I have this and I love it. Like I think it's so 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 good. It's not a hazy. It's not a hazy. I thought it was a hazy when I but like the first time I had it, uh, I drank it out of the can, which I almost oh. never do. So that's why I didn't know. But it is. I mean, it is definitely not a hazy, but it is a very juicy IPA. Huh. Uh, like it is. You know, throwback to what I was drinking in the summer. Uh, it is like a really nice like straw color. Uh, totally 
totally clear, can see right through it. Uh, it is very smooth. It's tropical. It's uh, huh. it's like it's got a little bit malty. Of, it's got malty. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of caramelly. You get a little bit of that, like so, like a little bit of like the standard. Like I could taste a little bit of like it's it's older brother, the other Goose Island IPA, like in this, but like it is to me, it's more citrusy and juicy. It's not bad. Uh, and it kind of in like a you know the newer fashion of juicy IPAs. Uh, it so it was it it caught me off guard. I was not ready to be as impressed by this beer as I was, and really enjoy it. Uh, so I am quite pleased. This is, I mean. Almost to the point where we're drinking like such at like local pl- local places that are like making such small amounts of beer that like or sm- small distribution uh, areas that like Goose Island feels like a big beer company that yeah. we're like you know whatever. But uh, it, so it was a, a, a level of quality I wasn't really expecting from them, and I'm uh, I'm quite pleased with, with their with this IPA offering. Not to say that their beer is bad, just the the offerings I have had from them I'm used to having I've been meh, uh, but this is really good you just gotta drink more from them there you go they have like these big bottle beers the Sophie and the Matilda Sophie I think it comes in four packs now not just the big bottles but it's like a, I think it's a saison it's very good they make more complex just because you drank all frat boy beers from Goose Island doesn't mean that's all they make. That's, that's a good point. When I'm in Chicago, usually I was drinking Old Style and PBR. So Both of which are gross. Yes. Uh, but I was drinking a lot of them, so it was fine. Uh, so, yeah. Really pleased with this beer. It's got a nice... I mean, pours a nice foamy head that's sticking around. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really, really solid quality drink. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, so, we are dealing with our cat knocking stuff off of our shelves. Crash. It's just cards. Just cards. It's fine. It's nothing breakable. Uh, He's being obstinate. He is being obstinate. He's picking a terrible time to be a little jerk. But we'll just roll right along. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we are recording today after we just got dumped the Santa Hustle Half Marathon. Yes. Virtual Half Marathon. Yes. Uh, this is a race that you found online. I did. Uh, it is one that is not really in the dc area not a local race uh but it was one that we really enjoyed yeah i actually can't remember where i found it online um but i signed up and like you said this isn't one that i've ever done in person they have a facebook group for we talked last week about how i love a good virtual race facebook group so they have a facebook group um and People are like, oh, this is like my sixth Santa hustle, but first virtual. Can't wait to be back in person with you next year. So it does seem like this is a race that a lot of people have done in person, but I was just not aware of it at all. It seems like it just doesn't come sort of anywhere around us. Um, But I... The cat's now attacking my arm. (laughs) He's just... I'm trying, guys. He is just a little... I want props for keeping a straight face for that long. Yeah, you're 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 doing a good job. He's just yeah, he's <laughs> teeth out, just going nuts on my arm because I'm trying to keep him in a more I don't know grounded position. Anyway, it's you fine. were saying. Um, so yeah, I signed up for this race. It might have been Black Friday weekend or just before they were having some sort of special right. 
where like you used a code and you got either a previous year's hoodie or a full Santa suit or like a gift pack of like extra stuff, um, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, and you ended up, well, I guess we can, we can talk about the gear and everything in a little bit. Uh, yeah. But it was, for, for me, and one of the, this is one of the great things about being virtual as well, you signed up for this race at the beginning of November and, or end of November, and it took me two weeks to really get my stuff yeah. in gear and actually sign up, uh, go through the process of uh, signing up and everything. But because it's virtual, there's unlimited amount of space. So uh, I was able to uh, get in very easily and still got all my stuff uh, sent to me by Christmas. Like. It was, uh, I did not get any sort of fancy special like you got, but it you was- You got a beard. I did get a beard. I did not expect to get a beard, but maybe I it's just I didn't read the description. I didn't uh, get a beard. You didn't get a beard. Uh, so, uh, but one of the easier, like, one of the easier uh, packages to deal with. So one of the things I really, really loved about this race, I mean, they had fantastic customer service. I have recently been burned by a package that said it was about to be shipped. Yes. And then never shipped. And like three months later, I didn't have the package. And it was like this whole shebang. So I had a little like PTSD from that. So this said that it was like ready for pickup by UPS, but hadn't shipped. So I emailed them and I feel bad because I'm sure they were getting a ton of emails, but I was like, hey, like I just recently had this bad experience, like just making sure it's coming. And they, in all their communications are like, Yep, like Santa's making one last trip with a last ba last batch of stuff from the North Pole. They have been like very high on the Christmas. Magic. Yeah, very in, like uh, in character is the right word. But they've yes. been they've been definitely in this in the season, uh, bringing the, uh, the 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 Christmas cheer for sure. Our packets have like a little information sheet that's to the Santa hustler straight from the North Pole, which is awesome. Which is awesome. So I really loved that aspect of it. That not only were they like incredibly responsive and incredibly kind during a year when I'm sure a ton of people are doing it and the mail system has been kind of a disaster, but they also like did it all with sort of the, the Christmas wink, you yeah. know, of like, oh, Santa's bringing stuff and it made me super happy. Yeah, definitely uh, everything, everything's done with a smile on their face and you can tell uh, the emails that their communications from them are definitely all very, very cheery. And uh, <laughs> I think back to like the, virtual race across Tennessee where like uh -huh. uh, occasionally there would be like harangues sent out by the organizer being like it's not my fault you're not logging your distance well enough or fast enough like you you guys need to shape up whatever that tone is not no it's not and it's not even like it's more familiar and kind of like festive so mm -hmm. it was really really nice uh and despite the initial concerns about uh, whether the packages would get here on time. Uh, they arrived in plenty of time. They and did. I think uh, yours got here. Uh, we're recording this a couple days before Christmas. Uh, mine got here yesterday. Mine was here on the 19th. So like, yeah, all within a couple days of each other, which yeah. is fine because we, I think we said on the last podcast that we intended to run the race on Christmas Eve. Spoiler alert. This is not Christmas Eve who we run it on because the weather is going to be terrible on Christmas Eve. Here Another great in the thing DC about region. a virtual race. Exactly. So we got to pick the day that we wanted to do it on. Uh, but all the stuff got here plenty of time for our plans. And uh, we got to finish with uh, a lot of great gear. It's real. It was a really nice swag package yeah. they sent for us. So we had, excuse me, we had the information sheet from the North Pole. 
There were was some peppermint candies, some famous Amos cookies, which from what I understand are like a mainstay that they give out at the real finish line. Yeah. We obviously don't know that. Didn't stop us from appreciating the cookies. Right. One of the things that I really liked about this race in the swag pack uh, is that it gave you a real sense of like, there is a culture around this race yes. that like, and like traditions around this race that they found a way to continue on in 2020 that like, even for us, people who don't like have not run the race in person, it's not a thing that comes to our neck of the woods. But uh, side note, though, come to DC. Come, yeah, we'll do it S- next S- year. Santa Hustle, if you're listening, we'll we'll do it. Just uh, uh, do it on like a Saturday morning. Um, so like, you could tell that like, oh, like they give out candy and peppermints and yeah. uh, and cookies and whatever, and so they're gonna ship. Uh, the people who run this some cookies and some peppermint and some uh, and some candy which was really cool it was just something that like uh, you know like for Marine Corps when we did that race like they gave us a little box of like stuff uh, of food because and we did drive through because we did the drive through I don't think they I don't know if they shipped it to people uh, I don't think so but like a lot of the virtual races that we've done this year just send you your gear your shirt your bib whatever this was also sending along a little bit of like that race day kind of this is like what we do on race day and here you go like where it's gonna you now now you can do it on your virtual race day most of the things we've done you know you open the envelope you pull out your t-shirt and you're like okay but this like it came all packed in like a nice little bag and i opened it and i went through everything and i took everything out and it was like it was like a really fun experience to like get the swag bag yeah absolutely so Really cool stuff. Uh, do you want to talk about what the gear is like now? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you also got a Santa hat. You got a Santa hat. You got. Uh, I'm doing a hand motion that Kyle's not I getting. Know, no, you're, you got a very cool buff. Buff. Gotcha. I was Sorry, doing like line she was do, across, she was doing a line across the face. It was kind of like occasionally. Here, we'll bring you behind the scenes a little bit here. Occasionally, when we need to stop talking. Well, I'll do like, That's the, throat, the, the, like the throat slash. So Jack was doing across the nose. So it was like a little too high to do the to stop talking, but it was like uh, so I got caught in between there. We got uh, this very very, very cool, cool buff. buff. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that has like a Santa mustache and a Santa beard. When you pull it up, you look like Santa. I think we both broke our like don't wear the race gear before you finish the race rule today. Yeah. And that we both ran with our Santa buffs. Yeah. Because they're I mean, awesome. Got to get in the spirit. And also like I ran through downtown uh, of the of the town that we live in now uh, wearing uh, this buff, pulling it up. And so I'm running by people and I had like, I got some, like some either quizzical looks and some smiles, whatever I got as I was uh, running through some neighborhoods here, got some waves and laughs uh, with my, my Santa beard buff. So it was, uh, it's really, it was really cool. Also really nice quality, like very mm-hmm. like silky smooth yeah. and really, really just a solid, like you could tell that it wasn't, it was not a cheap buff. It no. was a nice buff. Uh, also like we got these really, really nice hoodies. The, the zip-ups are slick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Some of my favorite race gear I've ever gotten, honestly. The, we're both I mean, wearing them. It, we're both, yeah, of course, we're, we're matching. Uh, so it's got the it's got the logo over the uh, you know over the left breast, which is really really just like it's nice. It's, it's got Santa, Santa, Santa and candy the canes. And candy canes. There's canes a, is yeah. there a there's a, a running Santa? Is yeah, that what I see? there's a running Santa. Uh, so it's it's 
And it's non non generic. It says race series. Doesn't say half marathon. Doesn't say five. Because there's, there's a five k. There's a five k, ten k, half, and marathon. People uh, did this as a marathon. I mean, props. Props. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't doing half a not, marathon not, this close to Christmas. Not, not at this moment. Uh, but really, like really cool slick logo. Uh, it's the majority of it is red, and then it's got some gray shoulders. And on and and the and the gray goes on. The top of your arm all the way down to your to the to the wrist and in the gray area there is a hustling santa that's kind of just like imprinted yeah it's like kind of hidden it's super cool looking this is like a full zip sweatshirt with a hood it's like a technical fabric like it is not race gear that you like throw away Right. right after the race it's like really nice it is not a brooks hoodie but it is like it is kind of like the quality I would expect from like, yes. like I would expect to buy this at like uh, a major marathons yeah. uh, at gear expo. Like that's the kind of like level of quality that you're getting here. And yeah. like, I don't remember how much this cost, but I think it was like 50 bucks to register. Yeah. Like I, like, you like could, that. but like I could, and I could easily end up seeing paying 50 bucks for this sweatshirt for by sure. itself. For sure. Uh, so it is, uh, it's really cool. It's just a really nice, it's thick. It's like really just yeah. good, good for this time of year, uh, and uh, yeah, just so, like can't say enough about it. Been wearing it ever since we got done, and it is super super comfortable. We also got a bib. Yes, we in did our get a package. Bib. Which, if you've been listening to this at all, you know we love running with a bib. Not having to print off my own bib for a virtual race yeah. is a a big a big win for me. That definitely earns a race points in my books. So we had these very cute bibs and on the bottom said like, we still believe in Christmas magic yep. that were very cute. We had pins in there. Yep. It was just, I mean, it was a complete race packet. Yep. And uh, just the bibs were nice, nice quality too. Not, not, they were not. I got snot all over mine and it didn't run or anything. Sure you did. Uh, it's, but they were not like flimsy uh, or no. like, you know, like someone printed it off at home type of deal. Like they were, they were solid bibs. They were real bibs. Yeah. Uh, really liked it, and I guess, do you want to talk about the medal now, or do you want to talk about the medal? Let's talk about the medal at the end. Gotcha. Uh, I all, you also got, like, a Santa hat with this. You got some cool socks. I did, because I signed up on a day that they were having a special. I got these very cool knee-high, red and white striped, like, candy cane socks that I love. I expected them to be sort of, like, crappy cotton socks, but they're, like, athletic and wicking so future christmas races i will definitely be wearing those and then there were some stickers in there and a magnet in there nice so just i thought it was great swag a lot of stuff uh i got like like we said i got a santa Santa hat and a surprise beard uh it's just like i don't don't know i got uh, it's it's got a mustache it's got (laughs) it's got a long long beard i wore it when i i got I got done first today and showered and everything. And when Jacqueline came home, I was wearing my Santa hat and beard. So I'm like, put my medal on. yeah, there you go. So uh, just really cool stuff. It was, you know, the 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 beard and uh, was a little unexpected and was like a nice surprise. It was uh, fun to put that on. And then at first it was like folded up. And I did not realize it, so I just looked like I had like like Santa, Santa really had a goatee. Funny. It was it was it was strange, uh, but really good. Yeah. So how was your run? Oh, how was my run? It. Parts were good. Parts were bad, right? All right. It's pretty standard. Yep. Um, it is hilly. Yeah. Right. Where we live. My half marathon had like almost 700 feet of elevation gain. 
I gotta start looking at this before I go out on these runs just so I can be like mentally prepared. Um, but I I ran through National Harbor, yep. which is an area uh, in Maryland um, that is nice. It's all there's like a running path all by the water, uh, and they had a Christmas tree in National Harbor that I took some pics in front of, which was really nice. I felt, especially the beginning of my run, I was like, "This is gonna sound stupid," but on this podcast, we're open. I mean, so just, my, the cat just go. attacked my arm a little bit ago, and we had to stop. So, uh, like, I I do a lot of our social media for this podcast. Probably ninety so percent. I, I yeah. spend a lot more time looking at other like running things, and there are like you know these runners who just like gazelle through, and I was like, I look like one of them right now. Listener, I got to tell you, anyone looking at me, I 100% did not. <laughs> but I felt like them. I was just like, I'm running strong and I'm running relaxed and I feel fantastic. Um, through about six miles. <laughs> and then I'll go like up and down the hills once, but hills on the back half of yeah. any run like really, really do me in. Yeah. I have, I mean, to be fair though, when we first moved away from the flatlands of Southwest DC, uh, I was having to walk up hills in the front half of my run, right? So this right. is a huge improvement. Um, I also had some technical difficulties. My yeah, yeah, you sure did. watch died. My, my Apple Watch it, died. It, did not, it not only did it not, it didn't charge overnight. Yes. So, I had it on the charger, but it didn't like click in. Yes. So, so you were it, starting at a deficit. I started and was like, oh, I gotta like, I, I gotta start 20 minutes behind you because I let my watch charge a little. So I let my watch charge. So it made it through mile 12. Yep. Almost dead on. We looked at your thing afterward and it was right Completely. at mile 12 it died. So my, uh, I used a um, Map I Run yeah. app. App is the word I was looking for. What's the, what's the ABV on this beer? I, it's like three. <laughs> um, I used Map My Run to track the very end because once again on a virtual race, I was trying to run the route I had planned and I encountered a fence that was like, this part's closed. Yes. So yeah. I, I had no idea really like how long I knew I was gonna have to make up some distance like with a little out and back once I got closer to home but I had no idea how far and I was like well I don't know how far I gotta run and my watch is about to die and when I finished my phone was at two percent because yes. my phone is old and doesn't like the cold and in the normal world I would be like if my long run was 13 miles I'd be like does it really matter if it's like 2.9 or 3 13.9 or 12.9 or 13.1 but I was like, I want to earn this medal. Like, I yep. have to make sure it's 13.1. So it was a little stressful towards the end, making sure that I had, like, covered the distance I needed to cover. And your AirPod died. And my right AirPod died. My Apple products just failed they don't, me. They don't like the cold. They don't like the cold. Also, some of them are really old. Yeah. You know I mean, my, my, my phone battery is, like, it's, it's on its way out. So, uh, but the, the run itself was great. I finished, by the time I added together the times, <laughs> in about 2.30, which is 10 minutes faster than the other virtual half, the only other virtual half I've right. done this the year. The one in September, right? The one in September, I did the DC half in 2.40, which was in the midst of marathon training for me. So it's, it's a different beast, but it was also 
a third of the elevation gain. Right. So I'm pretty proud of myself. As you should be. For getting out there and conquering the hills. And another quick point about this race that I know you won't bring up is they had a uh, Santa Hustle Jingle Jams right. Spotify playlist. Correct. So I just listened to Christmas music the entire time and like went from galloping to running to shuffling to walking <laughs> to crying to crawling. Um, no, I mean, it was, it was great. It was great. I, I had a good run and like listening to music. I ran in two years ago for Christmas. Brooks, if you like ordered, I had to order a pair of shoes. So I got this free... Um, Christmas long sleeve shirt that says like run jolly all over it. So like I got out there, I listened to Christmas music, I ran my Christmas shirt, uh, and it was it was very fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Glad. How'd your run go? Uh, it was good. Uh, it was uh, overall. I'm big win today. Yeah. I think uh, we, as we discussed a couple weeks ago, that if I even got to the start line of today or yeah, the virtual start line of today, uh, feeling healthy and mostly pain-free it was going to be a big win and uh i got there thanks to yoga and stretching and advil uh so i i felt good i like was mostly pain-free again i think around seven miles is uh seven miles and on some hills uh it starts to hurt a little bit uh for the most part i was fine aside from isolated periods where my heel would uh, ache a little bit, but then that would go away. I would, didn't even have to stop the stretch at all today. Like, it just kind of worked itself out. Um, going to do some more yoga later on this week to stretch things out. But, uh, yeah, no, hills are real. The hills are really real here. The uh, hills are a... <laughs> can't curse. I won't have to mark it explicit. Yeah, there the we go. The hills are a pain. The hills are a pain. Uh, so... I think my elevation was uh, like 575, something like that. So up around, you know, the, not, not, not quite as much as yours, but still pretty high. Uh, considering I was looking back at some of my past routes that were like half marathon routes in DC. And there was, they were like, uh, you know, 300 foot 10. elevation gain. Yeah. Or like, you know, 400 foot elevation gain. So yeah. definitely more. Uh, this route I picked, I... I don't know. I kind of fought against my heart rate a lot today and fought like uh, my expectation. You know, like you, you ever set a route and you, you expect it to be one thing and then you realize like as you're doing it that like your expectations were wrong. Literally all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially here. Uh, but like I thought that the first half of my run was going to be like mostly downhill and flat because I was going to be running toward the river. I haven't. I hadn't run down by, used to run by the Potomac every day, right? Like, get to run, run by the Potomac or the Anacostia was all, all the time. It was always, uh, you know, running by rivers. Hadn't run by the Potomac in a long time, so I ran down uh, to the Mount Vernon Trail, which is uh, a very long riverside trail that goes from Washington, D.C. down to the uh, aforementioned Mount Vernon. Uh, and... So I joined up with the trail, and I thought that, like, oh, I'll be running, you know, like, I, I have one hill at the very beginning of my race, and then I'll be running mostly downhill to the river. I was wrong. Like, there is rolling hills the whole way, and uh, so I thought the, the period where I was like, okay, so my heart rate's going to be pretty pretty low at the beginning. It was not. Like, it was, um, it was spiking up quite a bit, 
and uh, when I when I thought that I would be getting like my win, because I knew I was going to be having a lot of hills in the back half of my run, uh, and I did. Uh, it was <laughs> hills, uh, hills everywhere. Yeah, like so because I knew I was coming up from the river, which is right. very you know it's not sea level, but it's close to sea level. Uh, you know we're not that far from from the coast here, uh, and I'd be coming back up toward where we live, which uh, appears to be like. We have to go uphill to finish our runs, but we also like have to go uphill to start our runs once we get out of our neighborhood. Like, yeah. it, like we live on a high point in a valley. Like it is. Yeah. Like there, there's just like we can't get away from hills. So. Uh, Which is great. I'm becoming such a stronger runner. I'm. I, I, I hate them when I'm doing them, but. Yeah, exactly. But like, exa- so like knowing that like, in order to get to our house, I am going to have to climb up quite, you know, quite, yeah. a, quite a few big hills. Uh, and I, you know, but just was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do it. And um, tried to attack them as much as I could. Uh, definitely felt like my pace dropped in the second half of my run, as, as is expected. But uh, I finished, I, I ended up getting to the point where I thought that I could get done in under two hours, which would have been a real win for me. Uh, I haven't run a half in under two hours since uh, the spring, so it's been a while. Uh, I got done in two hours and 33 seconds. Got, so I got close, but not uh, not quite there. Mostly because I like I, I didn't end up running the exact route that I plotted. Uh, I got to a couple. There's a couple intersections of roads here that are a little confusing, and I was just like, "What does Google Maps tell me? Like, is the quickest way home, and how does that match up with the distance I need?" There was in this route that it it showed me. I was like. That's the right mileage. I'm just going to do that. But then that neighborhood that I went through, I swear to God, I don't know how they build houses on that hill. Like it was like it's like building a, like a house on the side of a mountain. Like it was just uh, like there was a mile, and it was like it was mile twelve, like the second to last mile. I'm just I felt like I was just going straight up. Mm-hmm. So I, and I looked afterwards. My split was like nine thirty, which I'm like it's not that bad, I guess, for how in my head. I was running in mud. Like I, it was just like I was not. I was my legs were moving, but I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, but you know, the time was, I guess, in reality, I was doing okay. Uh, but I'm sure that kept me from uh, getting under two hours because the route that I had initially planned was a little bit more downhill, a little bit flatter. Uh, so all in all, uh, I'll take today though. I'll, like I'll, it's. It's a good for being a month and a half or so out from a marathon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, still getting adjusted to, you know, we keep talking about hills. The hills are the new heat. Uh, but it's, uh, you're getting adjusted to that, to, to the new terrain. And, um, you know, I, but like I, I almost, I almost ran a half in under two hours, which I will, I, w- I would take, you know, I didn't really, I don't know. I, there were there were times when I was like, I'm feeling really good. I'm going to open it up a bit. But for the most part, it was kind of like, let's just make sure we can get through this and not get hurt. Uh, so with that mentality, like, pretty happy with today. Yeah. Um, got done and uh, felt good. Like it, it, it's, it's it's just nice to uh, I don't know, not be limping a lot after like you know or or like feel feel be feeling a ton of pain uh during runs after as you know after like two weeks experiencing that you still have it in the back of your head so um 
but also one of the nice things about a run of this distance in a new area is that like oh i found like some new some new like roads i can run on that are like safe and uh because the, the area that we live uh there's not you know, there's some places where there aren't sidewalks and there's right. not a ton uh like you, you end up like and when you're running in a new neighborhood you're surprised or a new area you're surprised by it and you're like oh crap like i gotta run in the road here right. or whatever and like uh, found a place today that was like, oh, cool. Like, this is like really pretty through a park uh, sidewalk in an area where I didn't, I thought I'd be running on the side of the road. So some good things to take away from today. Uh, overall, felt good and am excited. I think I'm going to start training for marathons in the new year. So uh, I am excited to get to that because I like ran today, felt good. Uh, if I were to, you know, in a perfect world, just double this time, like I'd be right around four hours, which yeah. would be really good. Uh, so, but, you know. That's not exactly how it works. I mean, you you saw me when I tried to break four hours uh, in Outer Banks when I was finishing, and it was not really that kind of, that, uh, you're not moving at the same pace at the end of a marathon as you are in the it middle. It was crazy, because I knew you wanted to do it, and I was like, yeah, you got it, you're so close, and I was like, no matter how much I yell, like, it's a miracle he's on his feet yeah. right now. You were... Toast. Dead on my feet. Yeah. So, uh, but who knows, uh, be training in much different circumstances. Here. Yes. So, uh, all in all, a really good race, a good running day. Again, today it was like high 30s, low 40s. It was perfect sun, Sun's out and like a little Sun's bit out. of wind. <laughs> uh, a little bit of wind, but not much it's, the wind was starting to pick so, up. Starting to pick up. I mean, but like the, the forecast for Christmas Eve, there was a gale warning, and there, it's supposed to be sixty degrees. And there was a moment raining a ton. where I was like running uphill with my phone about to die and miserable, and I was like, "Oh, this sucks. It's like can't get worse." And the wind started picking up, and I was like, I yelled out loud, "You're right. This did make it worse." <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, but we got done, and uh, the the most fun part about these races is we got to. Uh, finally open up the the separate pack that the metal comes in and uh this is cool metal we are both i think purists i think a lot of people will look at the medals before yeah the races especially for virtual races i like the disney races they release pictures of the medals online beforehand and like i'll look at that and not think twice but like i can't lay eyes on my actual medal right so we the did one, not open them before. The one thing I'll my like the knit I will pick with the Santa Hustle awesome you know race pack that we got is that the packaging for this was clear. It was. I would have like I loved um, Marine Corps was just like it was in its own sep separate. It's a different envelope. crowd of people doing this for race, sure. Love. For sure. Uh, but that's like that. Uh, like I said, I, I am sure. I am nitpicking, and I will admit to that. But sure. I, uh, so I saw the ribbon. But I, I made sure to, I tried to keep, uh, it was folded up in such a way that the ribbon was blocking yeah. the back. So I tried to keep it face down so I couldn't see the front because I did not want, you, I don't, I don't want to see the metal mm -hmm. at all before uh, I run it because I want to earn it. Yeah. No, they are very, very cool metals. They are, so all of, uh, much like the sweatshirts, the metal itself is the same for all the different races yes. and the ribbon is what's different. So the ribbon is red and green. I think the half is the only one that's red and green. Huh. I think they might all be different colors. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, and then the metal is like this very glittery gift. Yeah, it's like a it's a present with a a little 
a bow on top, uh, and it's you know like I said, uh, it's, re- it's rectangle rectangular with a uh, a, a green uh, you know red rectangle with a green cross in the front, and uh, it opens. It opens, which is always cool. Love says, love a metal that does stuff. Santa hustle finisher on the inside, and it has like two little running Santas. So another small knock. Both of our medals did arrive broken. That uh, yeah, the other the other nit I will pick is that uh, the the one of the panes on mine uh, they, they they kind of open up and uh, there are it says yeah like you said Santa hustle finisher on the main part of the medal and then on the side there is the running Santa uh, one of the running Santas for me falls off. It looks like I don't know looks like the hinge got smashed in the mail or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, and while you suggested, uh, I like. I have no back. doubt that this race would replace it for you because they have been so wonderful. For sure, but like, this is my medal. Yeah. I uh, there are many like it, but this one is mine. Uh, so I was like, I'm not, you know, like uh, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take what we got and uh, I will live with it. You also uh, have a small. My ribbon is a little broken. Yeah. My like, the, like the the bow on the top of my gift medal, but which is not like it, like it is a metal. It is a metal bow. Like right. it's it not like it's we're not. It's not like a ribbon or something like that. Like it's right. like it's a uh, more, you know, it's it's fully part of the metal and, and welded on. But yeah, like you, you got a little it's snap just, snapped just off cool and snapped off. But it still looks great. I love it. I think it's one of the prettiest medals. I can't wait to hang it on our rack. Yeah, I think you, it looks really cool. If you hear cool. that clicking, that's us opening and opening closing, them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, definitely, like, I think that's just the perils of shipping things. And Absolutely. The, and the mail, mail service in 2020. We love our postal servers, but uh, sometimes things are working against them right they now. They were so they're, packed they're, pretty well. Like, I, I don't... I, I think they did everything they could to mitigate it, but, you know, especially, like, mine, the fact that the bow ripped off, it, w- it would be, like... A, a tiny piece of metal that all I had to do yeah, was exactly. Like, snap. And then these, like, exactly, these hinges, the hinges that broke, it's like, it's just like a little, I mean, it's a yeah. very tiny piece of metal that was holding, that's holding this on. So I can't wait to hang it up. It's going to yeah. be so pretty. Exactly. Uh, I think they're, they're quite, they're quite beautiful. Very, I mean, just so glittery. It's very glittery. It's like uh, all glitter. Yet I, somehow like they're very well coated. None of it has come off. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's it seems miraculous. like, it seems like they're like got some gloss over it or yeah. something like that, like an enamel or whatever. Uh, just well, it's up up to the quality like set by the the hoodie that we were talking about before, which you know, we of course look at. That's pre race gear, but uh, all like very high quality stuff. You can tell that uh, this is a professional operation that did a really nice job putting on a, a virtual race. Uh, and one of the things that we liked about this as well is like it can, we can tell that it's a tradition for other people, and that there are certain things that they do, but like. This could be a tradition for us now. Like if we yeah. want, like if they continue to do a virtual op- option in the future, uh, this was great, and it was really awesome to be able to. I think in the future we would definitely like to run it on Christmas Eve. Uh, yes. You know, but like as the song goes, as the fates allow, uh, because I'm not gonna run through a, a nor'easter. You don't have to. Exactly. So it's really a cool, a really cool race. A really. Uh, I don't know. It's, it was a fun experience. And it's nice around the holidays to, you know, for I, any I holiday very, doing something. Yeah. I feel very like in the mood now. Mm-hmm. Like it happened. I keep thinking it's Christmas Eve today because we were supposed to be doing Christmas Eve. Right. Um, but we obviously did a different day, but I, it, it definitely like helped me get in the mood and I would definitely do it 
in future years. Yeah, I think, and also like, it's well placed after the fall race season. Uh, so like, you know, like if you're like us and you run a marathon at the end of October, like by the time Christmas comes around, you're probably ready to start, you know, open up the legs again and like yeah. uh, do a quick training or whatever to get to, you know, a half marathon and like whatever. So like it's a well, well-placed race. And if they have a virtual option in the future, even if, you know, we're not from the same places. Like, you know, her family is in one, t- in one part of the country. My family is a different part of the country. Right. We live in a different part of the country than, than all of them. But we could do this race wherever we are. No matter what. Uh, if they continue to do a virtual option. So uh, hopefully we, they do. We could have a Christmas tree someday that's all Santa Hustle medals. Yeah. It'd be very cool. We need to get like a reinforced yeah. steel yeah, tree or something because these are heavy metals. Uh, but it's... Uh, yeah, wonderful experience. We had a really nice, you made us uh, overnight eggnog French toast. Dairy-free. Dairy-free. Well, afterward. it wasn't dairy-free. Lactate. It was lactose-free because we used free. the lactate eggnog, which is quite good. Yeah, I mean. It was very good. My version of eggnog is probably not for everyone, and you're definitely not going to make some French toast out of it. But this was, it was pretty, from what I understand, most eggnog tastes like, yeah. this is, it was really good. Yeah, so it's a lovely, lovely Christmassy day. Did like a nice brunch after, and I got home. Kyle had Christmas music on. It was very nice. Yep, wonderful day. Uh, We teased in the last episode that we would be uh, trying some beer and cookie tastings. We can do. We could talk about one that we've done, but we we're doing our main beer and cookie tasting uh pairing on christmas eve which has not happened yet so we don't have that to talk about uh at this point talk about next time but a little preview if you have a sugar cookie and a blonde ale it's really good it was so good i mean it like made the cookie like less toothachingly sweet and more buttery and like really rounded out the beer i am not a huge fan of either sugar cookies or blondes Blonde men, but huh. not blonde beers. Huh, huh, huh. Um, but it was just so good. It was. I, I said when we were when we were drinking and eating. I said that like as we always are. As we always <laughs> are. Uh, I said that like the best food pairings I've found are things that like erase the negative parts of each other. And like like you're you're right. The sugar, sugar cookies. I mean, I love how overly sweet they can be. But they can be overly sweet, and blondes I find can kind of be. I don't. I, I don't want to, like. I don't. I'm trying to think of the right word. Like, like a little metallic tasting mm-hmm. at the end. Like it's got like a really. They're good, and then suddenly at the very end, it's like. Ugh. Uh, and the sugar cookie took that metallic, weird taste of a blonde ale at the very end, completely away, and yeah, like the, the cookie tasted like so much more buttery. And I'm sure, like, I don't know how, like, there is probably, like, a stick or two of butter in that dough anyway. Plenty of butter. Plenty of butter. But you could really taste it. Uh, So, together was, I mean, it's just amazing what beer can go with. It is. So. So, we have a couple more pairings left that we're going to do over the next couple days that we'll share with you guys, both on social media and otherwise. And on the podcast. And on the podcast. Where can the people find that podcast? Oh, wait. No, we haven't talked about, how was your beer? Oh, my beer was good. You like your beer? I like this beer. I've drank a lot of it, I think, because I'm still thirsty and haven't drank enough water yeah. after the half. So one part about running in winter. Like, yeah, I like haven't really been thirsty. Don't focus on hydration as much as you do in the summer, which but is something really we end up, 
I like after the long run we had this weekend, I drank a lot of the water I needed to, but just like at night. Yeah. As opposed to like immediately afterward. I need to go into my camelback uh, yeah. and see it's not a camelback actually, it's a Nathan. I should mm. be precise. Yeah. But I need to go into my hydration pack and see how much actually I drank because I don't know how much of a deficit I'm working with. But I definitely need a couple big more, uh, a couple more big glasses of water. Yeah, which how we will have beer? after this. Uh, it's good. This is a great beer. Uh, I am sad we only have one left. Um, it's all yours. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it's good. I mean, like, like, look, you got like the, the little ring, foam rings coming down the side. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's quality. Good. About that. Now, where can the people find this podcast? Uh, we are wherever you get your podcasts, and we are hosted by Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Uh, uh, we are sharing more content on Instagram. We're doing better. We shared a picture of our carb-loading meal on yes, Instagram. Our elf pasta. We had elf pasta. I made pasta sauce with uh, pancetta and maple syrup in it. It was really good. It was really good. Smoky, I could see that sweet. becoming a tradition. Yeah. Um... But yeah, and I think... And you think, can find that Instagram at Running on Tap. There we go, at Running on Tap. Uh, we, with the publication of this episode, we're going to get back to our normal schedule. Yeah. Of publishing on Friday. Publishing on Friday. So you'll be listening to this on Christmas morning. Because, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We know you guys are so dedicated that you're listening to this the, mo- the moment it comes out. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, but yes, we will get back to our normal Friday schedule going forward. We've been a little spotty, so thanks for sticking with us. If we break that promise, like, forgive us. Please. Yeah. And uh, I think b- both of us, like, this is our last race. So next episode, we'll talk a little bit about what's next in 2021. Yeah. What, 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 did, we, what did we learn? What did we, uh, what, what were our highlights of 2020? You know what, I learned? What, what did you learn? Don't run a marathon if you can only train for like six weeks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Top fair. lesson of 2020. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> teaser for what will come in the next uh, episode. But we're going to talk about what we learned in 2020, what our highlights and lowlights of 2020 were, and our resolutions, our running resolutions, and maybe our beer resolutions yeah. for uh, 2021. Oh, I love that. Look yeah. at that. Planning content as we speak. Yeah, look at that. We, now we have to live up to it, though. Hopefully, we have to write that down. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a fun New Year's themed episode because. It will come out on New Year's Day. Wow. It's almost like we planned it. Yeah, we did. We did. Kind of. You planned it. I did. I, I'm along for the ride, folks. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you in the new year. <laughs>